You're listening to the No Budget RC Podcast. I am your host, Eli, and this is episode 24. So we always start off with what's new in my RC garage. Well, actually, uh, on Saturday, picked up uh, incision motor mount and motor cam for my axial bomber. And along with that, I also picked up a Castle Mamba X. And I picked that up in the uh, combo with the uh, 2850 kV slate castle motor. It's a censored system. And uh, installed those into the bomber late last night. Um, along with those, I also picked up a pair of the Vanquish version 2 AR60 aluminum axle housings and I picked those up because I do plan on building a nice set of axles for the RR10 bomber and actually what I wanted to do this episode about it's going to be kind of a short episode but I actually wanted to talk about the uh, Castle Mamba X combo so if you're not familiar with the Castle Mamba X combo um, a few things led me to this combo one being the fact that you can pick this combo up for $210. $210 for a name brand brushless censored combo is a pretty good deal. And a couple other things that led me to this combo were the fact that the uh, Castle Mamba X ESC actually has a 8 amp internal BEC. So there's no need to run an external BEC. So that's just less electronics you have to put in there. And already at a decent price for a name brand electronics and you don't have to buy a BEC on top of that another really cool feature being that this was going in my bomber this was the biggest selling point for me was that the Castle Mamba X allows you to set up dual profiles in it so I actually took it into the hobby shop today and had uh, my buddy who owns a local hobby shop track and trail hobbies plug it into the castle link and set it all up for me and uh, we have one profile set up where it has a drag brake and is set up for rock crawling and the other setup has no drag brake and is set up for rock racing because I initially got the bomber to be a rock racer but the fact I can have dual profiles and I can also use it as a class 3 crawler that was the biggest selling point of this ESC. So another cool thing on the Castle Mamba X is that uh, they have what Castle calls Smart Sense, and basically what it does is it'll start off as a sensor, you know, working using the sensor because the sensor gives you the smooth, no cogging startup that you need for rock crawling. But once the motor gets up to speed, like when you're rock racing you really don't have a need for the sensor to be working at that point once that motor's you know spun up and is you know has a nice high rpm into it it doesn't need to be censored and castle actually says that once it switches over that it's actually uh, more efficient so you're using less battery power it actually gives you more power and you get less heat out of it so these are all good things. Um, 
Actually, for rock racing, I didn't even necessarily need a censored brushless system in it. The initial system that I put in there that I fried was a uh, non-censored brushless system, and it works fine for rock racing, but you couldn't crawl with it. This system is the best of both worlds. And it's changeable. You just It has an auxiliary wire besides your wire that you plug into your, into your uh, receiver. You have another wire or another plug that's just a single wire on it that plugs in and you just actually can change from uh, profile 1 to profile 2 on your remote. I have the uh, Spectrum DX4C radio and we just have it set up where you know one of the buttons on the radio all I have to do is hit it and it switches over from profile 1 to profile 2. Now the uh, Castle Mamba X is good for uh, 2S to 6S, and uh, the reason that I chose the 2850KV motor was due to uh, the fact that I do want to rock race it, and I want to crawl it both. So I thought that was kind of a good middle ground. They do offer other motors with this combo, and you could actually get... Um, a 1900 kV motor which would be great for crawling if all you were doing was uh, low speed crawling you can get a 2280 kV motor which is also going to be good for crawling um, not really going to have the speed that I wanted for rock racing the setup that I got is the 2850 kV which I thought would probably be a good middle ground where it would be give me decent speed for rock racing but it's also going to still be able to crawl and the fourth option they have is the 3800 KV. And that would be good for rock racing, but I think that would be a, too high of a KV for crawling as well. I could be wrong on that. I'm no expert. I'm just, you know, I know a lot of my friends that rock race and crawl with their rigs tend to go about like you know a, a popular one that a couple of my friends have it would be the Holmes Hobby Holmes Hobbies Polar Pro in the 3500 kV and some of them have the 2700 kV so i figured this is right there in the middle this is probably a good option for me just based on what my friends are running and other people are running that race at the track that also crawl but uh the advantage of going with the castle Mamba X over going with the Holmes Hobby uh, ESC is the fact that you do have dual profiles on the castle. So that kind of led me to go castle, plus it, it's just cheaper. I believe at my local hobby shop, I don't know if this is the prices elsewhere, you know, I got the castle set up for 210 which is what you can buy it off the castle's website. Um what he carries the Holmes Hobbies, you can't buy them in a combo from him. They're, you can buy it as a package from Holmes Hobbies on their website. I am not sure on the price of that off the top of my head. But from my friend's hobby shop from Track and Trail Hobbies, he has right now in stock, he had the 2700 KV Polar Pro and the Castle, I think it's called the BLE Pro, their ESC. And they were 140 each, so you'd be looking at 280 bucks compared to the 210. So it was more money, 
and it didn't have the option of dual profiles. So that's was kind of my deciding factor on getting this system. Um, I did take it out after getting him to set it up for me at the hobby shop. I took it out, and I wish I could give you guys a better ideal of how I liked it. But I'm going to be honest with you. I ran it about 10 minutes, and the added power, I ended up uh, on the front. I still have stock AR-60 axles. And the cup that the dog bone axle rides in actually split in half. And with that extra foreign piece floating around in there after it broke in half, it jammed in there and forced the C-Hub out and actually ripped the C-Hub through the screws. The screws are still in the AR-60 axle. It had the stock plastic C-Hub just ripped through the screws. So that ended my day pretty early. Um, I could fix it with stock parts pretty cheap. However, like I said, I did pick up those Vanquish AR-60 version 2 aluminum axles. And I'm actually starting to gather parts to build those axles. So I'm not going to get the stock parts and put it back together. I'm actually looking at the upgrade parts. However, I didn't have the money to pick them up today. So it will probably be a while before the bomber is up and running again. Um, as far as axles, I want to go with the new Universals from Incision. If you haven't seen these, um, I saw them compared next to the uh, Axial Universals. And next to the Axial Universals, you can see that the uh, Incision Universal is definitely beefier. Um, it's a larger diameter shaft. Uh, the actual universal joint itself looks bigger, and it's just it's a it's a beefy part. Um, they are about twenty dollars more than the axle universals. However, I think it's going to be worth it. I definitely don't think I'm going to ever break one of those, so I will be picking that up. Along with a uh, Vanquish Stage 1 kit. If you're not familiar with the Vanquish Stage 1 kit, what you get is your C-hubs, your knuckles, and your rear lockouts. And uh, so I was already planning on getting that anyways to go with the Vanquish Stage 2 axle housings I picked up. So I will probably just wait until I have the parts together to build those axles and then slap those axles under it. And then maybe down the road, eventually, I will um, get the stuff to repair this axle just back to stock and maybe use it in a build down the road at some point. But that's the plan for right now. Um, the, I, the 10 minutes or so that I ran it, it was awesome. I was actually surprised how much power it put out. I was running it on 3S. And it put out actually quite impressive power. Um, I was worried that it wasn't going to be enough power because it, that motor is not that large of a motor. Um, it actually looks like it's probably on par with like the Holmes Hobby stubby motors. It's a 540 size motor, but it's kind of short. And uh, But it surprised me. I mean, it put out plenty of power. I'm currently running a 13-tooth pinion and a 64-tooth spur. Um, I may try and step up the pinion 
a tooth or two, I am going to wait until I am able to run it longer and get temperature readings off of it before I do step it up, just to make sure that I'm not going to be getting the motor warm or getting the SC warm. Um, like I said, I only got to run it about 10 minutes today, and it was nice and cool. I mean, it was warm for this time of the year, but it, I believe we got to about 60 degrees here in Washington today. And uh, so I definitely want to run it longer and kind of put it through its paces and make sure I'm okay on heat. If I am okay on heat, I probably will step up the pinion one or two teeth because I do want a little bit more top speed for uh, rock racing. And then, you know, who knows if I step it up and it affects the ability to crawl you know i don't have that low speed control crawling i may step it back down it is kind of a pain in the bombers to change out pinions if you have not had a bomber um they're definitely difficult to get to your electronics without separating the cage from the lower chassis and that is eight fairly long screws to separate it plus your shocks and then I have a sway bar in the rear so then you got two more screws to set to separate the sway bar from the axles so it's not a simple thing to change your pinion back and forth so I will find a pinion that I'm happy with on both ends of the spectrum from crawling and rock racing and stick with that it's not like on an SCX 10 where it's fairly simple to change out your pinion but all in all, um, for the short amount of time that I did run it, I was very happy with the power. Uh, I did play around with it a little bit, um, crawling, but that was very little. I just basically crawled up over a couple of curbs at the hobby shop before I got it on the track and started rock racing it. But uh, if you are in the market for a censored brushless system, for your crawler or for your rock racer I would recommend it at that price point and what you get is uh, pretty awesome like I said has that 8 amp internal BEC so you don't really you don't need an external BEC so that saves you about 20 bucks there for one of the castle 10 amp BECs so I mean all in all I definitely would highly recommend the system I did look into a lot of systems and do my homework before I picked it up and I suggest that you do the same and you know make up your own mind but just from my opinion I'm definitely saying put that on your list of ones to check out so I think that's about all I got for this episode I do appreciate you guys listening and please subscribe if you have not already